0: movies this is a movie podcast by two guys who used to date now they don't i'm one of your hosts ryan whedon i'm the other one of your hosts matthew fisher this episode of course brought to you by all of our lovely patreons oh yeah we have a new one <laughs> emily duncan i love you we should have mentioned it last week but we had guests and we were on a strict time budget we didn't so. want to brag <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and we didn't want to brag when someone was saying oh we have to postpone our money making show To say, hey, by the way.
1: (laughs) Anyway, she's she's jumped in at the $10 tier. So the $10 tier is now called the alpaca-plop tier. Which,
0: yeah, why is that? (laughs) Because
1: we one time when I was hanging out with her, tried to find out what alpaca as a palindrome would be. And we wrote it down and found out it's (laughs) alpaca-plop.
0: Cool, I'm here for it. Yeah, The (laughs) alpaca tier. So yeah, we're uh, coming to you from the thick of the coronavirus Ooh. outbreak. I mean, um, this
1: this episode's going to air a week from today. When it's
0: all cleared up. <laughs> or just <laughs> real bad. Or, or gotten worse. Things have progressed. Very um, quickly. Yeah, so uh, before we got started, Ryan and I were talking about job insecurity and, and the like. Uh, Ryan, mm-hmm. of course, you are a bartender. Mm-hmm. I basically got laid off today. All yep. bars
1: and restaurants basically were ordered to be closed. Donut today. shops.
0: Donut. What's a
1: donut?
0: Barber shops also were ordered to close. Tattoo parlors were ordered to close.
1: Oof, yeah, it's like a ghost town out there. It's or it's not cuz there's people, but everything's shuttered.
0: So it's very odd. Yes, when I saw that uh, uh barber shops were going to close, I told my boss cuz he gets his haircut every 2 weeks, which I mean, I know that your hair is your head suit, but still And I mentioned, I was like, oh, you're not going to be able to get your hair cut now. And like the look of terror in his eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Like he hadn't thought of it? (laughs) Yeah. and He's like, oh, shit. I was like, is this when it hit home for you? Is this when it got real Mm. that you couldn't get your hair (laughs) cut? Yeah. Things are moving fast. And
1: uh, it's getting weird.
0: Yeah. Because I work in an accounting firm. And it's not wholly my job. But like doing payrolls is a big part. And as I serve the small businesses in the area like i'm already seeing like oh we're not gonna have payroll after this one for the foreseeable future because we're closed indefinitely Mm -hmm. until the the ban is lifted
1: yeah and it's hard because uh i mean god it just like everything is connected you realize how interconnected everything is because like you might lose a bunch of clients because these Some of these places might not be able to reopen because it will be closed for
0: so long. So that means you'll have fewer clients, which means you'll be making less money. There's also like little things like it's harder to sort of press people to pay their bills at times like this. Like we're sort of nice. We don't cut off service if you don't pay every bill right on time and stuff like that. And like normally this would be about the time of the year that we'd like send out statements and start asking like, hey, you know, it's been four or five months since you paid us blah 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 blah. and it's like now we're not doing that Mm -hmm. like it's just we're letting it go until there's a more stable situation for people yeah and so you know that also kind of affects me because you know i work for like a profit sharing company and so that is gonna like affect my paycheck here (sighs)
1: I mean, I talked about this in therapy because I'm like, I don't know if I can afford therapy anymore (laughs) because I don't know what my income is going to be. And so I was like, I I, I probably need to put a pause on this. And it's like, this sucks because it's a decision I know that not only affects me, but it's a decision that affects him. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, now you're not getting paid money because I'm not getting paid money. Yeah. Everything is just grinding to a halt because of these decisions, which I know why they have to do them. It's understandable. And it's like, this is the right thing to do. It just sucks.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't want to like make it seem like, oh, woe is me. My paycheck's not going to be as big. But it's like, also, I kind of depend on that stuff and I've gotten used to it. And, you know, that's how I like go about my normal day. And it's just like. I don't know if my rent's going to be deferred. So it's like if I'm not getting paid the same way, but I still have the same amount of bills, like that is a concern to me. Yeah,
1: yeah. Ugh, rent freeze now. Who knows what will happen in the next week? Things are moving fast. We Things could, are moving real fast. Could have been, could have happened by now. I mean, Mitt Romney could have put $1,000 in my pocket and I don't even know it. <laughs> but that's what I would like to see more of. And maybe this will happen before this airs. But like, I'd like to see more of just like, we'll be working on remedying some of these issues. Because right now it just feels like, Eh, you don't have a job. Deal with it. we got
0: to deal with this virus. It does kind of feel that way. And I know that, like, these problems are massive. Sure. Like, and that it is taking probably every, you know, uh, uh, governmental resource right now just to, like, contain the spread. But at the same time, I mean, I know that, that the mayor in Seattle has put a freeze on evictions and things like that uh, for the time being. That There's not going to be any evictions or anything like that. During kind of cold break. comfort,
1: really. <laughs> the worst thing that could happen to you. Well, we'll stop that.
0: Yeah, But, you know, also landlords are a part of the economy. Like, that means that they're not getting any money Yeah. to pump back in wherever they pump money to. Yeah. I mean, I'm not crying myself to sleep over the poor landlords of the city. <laughs> but, I mean, they also no doubt go to restaurants and bars and things like that and sure, spend sure, money sure. at these different establishments. So, yeah, there's just that sort of aspect that is... I mean, The Stranger laid off like 70% of its workforce. They're not
1: going to be print anymore. They're only going to be online.
0: Oh, they're not doing print at all? Yeah, that's what I saw. I don't know. I saw a meme
1: that was like, it showed the picture of the coronavirus that everybody's seen. And it says like, uh, nice country you got there. Be a (laughs) shame if something uh, laid bare the uh, (laughs) inequities in it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, like some states, like Washington has tests, but only if you're... Showing symptoms as you educated me on. Right. I have a friend whose family lives in Georgia. Georgia doesn't have tests. Yeah. It's like they just don't have them there. I saw a, a map recently, and recently
1: could have been two days ago. Maybe it's different now. But they're like, it just showed like it was like a color map of how many cases are in each state, and both Alabama and Mississippi had zero. And I'm like,
0: because they don't have any tests to know if you right, have them. Right.
1: Yeah. And also, it's like you know what? It's a red state probably a lot of poor people who do have it that didn't get tested or like the government is like ignoring down there and like i don't want to make like make it seem like mississippi and alabama are the most backwards backwards states but they are the
0: most backwards states you you can still legally teach that homosexuality is illegal in mississippi public schools yeah
1: you're not even allowed to do yoga or call it yoga you can do stretching but yoga is not christian yeah you
0: can't say namaste in alabama stretching classes oh my god so needless to say ryan and i are a little bit stressed out and uh well my yoga studio is closed i can't even do yoga here so what are they gonna take from me next my birkenstocks and my granola (laughs) (laughs) out of my lily white (laughs) hands How are we going to pivot to today's <laughs> movie? That's what I want to know. Today's movie, of course, being Steven Soderbergh's Contagion. Topical. Very topical. Uh, <laughs> it's a little too real in some aspects. So I do want to say that I chose this movie because this is the form that my anxiety has taken. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Uh, and that, you know, we will not be making fun of anybody who has it, or we won't be making fun of the precautions that, you know, the state is taking. But I probably will be making fun of certain aspects of it, hence the reason why we're drinking Corona. Oh, I just got that. I just got that. <laughs> also, I live in a building called the Corona. That's so right. This is like the epicenter right here. <laughs> like I live in Washington State where like the most deaths have happened so far. Mm-hmm. And like there was six new deaths today oh. reported from coronavirus. Damn. And uh yeah, I just wanted to uh put my feet up at the old Corona apartments, throw back a corona and uh talk about the coronavirus for a little bit. <laughs> Sounds relaxing.
1: Very easy listening.
0: One of the reasons I chose this movie, A, it's one of the two movies, this an outbreak We're, that yeah. <laughs> really deals with, with the topic hey, at hand. And drama to
1: strain much? Yeah, we haven't seen that one. Okay. It's kinda stupid. Anyway, go ahead.
0: But part of me kind of wanted to watch it just to, like, re-educate myself. I did a lot of listening over the weekend to interviews with people from the WHO and the CDC because I wanted to, like, I don't know. It's something about reading information on the coronavirus that, like, builds up my anxiety. Okay. But hearing, like, a soothing representative talk about it. Kind of makes me feel a little bit more at ease. Okay, calms you down. Yeah, knowing that there's like smart, kind people out there working on it, like a Lawrence Fishburne. I was gonna say, and you know, (laughs) watching Contagion, it's also like kind of a movie about smart people doing their best to like contain the situation and like bring it to a stop.
1: I was uh, anxious going in, and it did sort of actually calm me a little bit. Sort of like facing my fears. Also, it was nice to see like how many scientists were like, yes, this is a good, accurate representation of how we would deal with a situation like this. And it's like, okay, so this is probably what everybody's doing. This feels good.
0: (laughs) I mean, there's little things in here that they really got right or predicted, like how the virus started in China and Mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. Also, one of the things I learned in, in listening to interviews over the weekend is that while they have not... Fully identified the source of the virus. They have determined that it is part bat, right? By nature. Yeah, I thought and, I saw that too. You know, spoiler alert: that is, you know, they they show like they have this like software, which apparently is real software. I watched this movie once with a med student who's like, "Oh, I've used that software before." Oh, shit. And when they're like, "The virus contains both bat and pig sequences," and in the bottom right, you can see the dark green is pig, and the light green is bat. And here you can see the crossover event: uh pip, bat, bat. And pig, that And yeah, they've been able to determine that it's part... The coronavirus is part bat. I was like, oh, wow, this movie, like, got the, the country of origin right and one of the two animals of origin right.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so I was like, wow, good on you, movie. Good, yeah. good job, Scott Z. Burns.
1: <laughs> I was surprised at how many of the words and, like, things they've been telling us. Social distancing. Up, social distancing, touching your face, wash your
0: hands... Yeah, how often do we touch our face? The average person touches their face two or 3,000
1: times a day.
0: Three to five times every waking minute? Oh, Jesus. By the way,
1: speaking of Kate Winslet, star-studded cast. I didn't Oh, think I, my God. I don't think I realized how star-packed this movie was until I was watching. I was like, Jesus. We have a whole Talented Mr.
0: Ripley reunion. Seriously. Matt Damon, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Jude Law Seriously. are all in this movie. Oh, Matt Damon and Gwyneth Paltrow are the only ones with screen time together. But Yeah. Yeah. It's Crazy, <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, Lawrence Fishburne, John Hawks, Kate Winslet, Brian Cranston, uh, Elliot Gould, Elliot Gould.
1: I mean, I was just like, damn, <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of them have like small
0: parts because there's just so many, Marian Marian Cotillard.
1: Cotillard. but uh, they're all it's
0: like it's nuts, yeah. It does like a, a mile wide sort of uh, look at what a disease of, of this. Proportion does right like it doesn't like just tell like one type of story and go really deep into it. It's it's a thin but it's across many different aspects of it. So you got it like from the CDC's point of view and the WHO's point of view. You got it from just stay at home. Dad's point of view. Mm -hmm. It's a lot like traffic in that way. Sure, another Steven Soderbergh joint. Right. You got it from the point of view of the profiteer.
1: Uh, That is one thing with this coronavirus stuff that makes me sick is like people who are trying to profit off of it. Like Like that dude in Tennessee that bought all that Purell. Fuck off,
0: dude. Fuck off. And for the record, Purell is not nearly as effective as just washing your hands with soap and water. Wash your hands, people. Washing your hands with soap and water is two to three times better than Purell. So... Still best ways to stop coronavirus. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. I just... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I, it, I I just brush my nose, everybody. Stop touching your face, Dave. It's hard not to touch your face. You don't think it about is, how much you yeah. do Yeah, and
1: then like as soon as I start thinking about it, it's something on my face itches. Yep, absolutely. Yeah.
0: When Kate Winslet, who I loved in this movie, because she's just no, she's just no nonsense. I I was thinking about how you know you can only get away with doing this type of story w- with the multiple parts. If the storytelling is very efficient, and there's just a scene of like Kate Winslet grabbing her her luggage from like the luggage claim area, and like her guide or whatever it is is like, "So, do you want to go to the hotel first and situated? I prefer to get started if that's possible." And that tells us about that character yeah. and her mindset and yeah. what she wants. Yeah, you gotta have good, efficient storytelling. Uh, Steven Soderbergh hates repeating himself or he thinks like the cardinal sin is telling the audience something they already know. He's not for any of that stuff. Mm
1: -hmm. You're saying that it's like really broad, but it still feels personal because we don't, we never see like large groups of people really. It's always focused on like these points of people and uh, Kate Winslet's especially was uh, a little heartbreaking. Oh yeah. That one's a sad one. Like the moment when she like starts to feel sick and she's like, fuck. No, no, no. That's what she's doing. She's like putting herself in harm's way to help people. And she knew that that was a risk going in, but like getting it, she's like, damn it. And yeah. it, you almost like feel like she's not so upset that she's dying, but that she can't continue
0: her work. Well, yeah, because really the first thing she does is like phone the, the concierge at the hotel that she's in. She's like, I need the names of all the people who like James yeah. the linens here. I need whoever gave me the room service last night. But they also show her like when she's like in the the quarantine, yeah. And the dude in the the bed next to her, yeah, next to her, yeah, is is complaining that that he's cold. She like pulls off her jacket and gives it to him. <laughs> That's and the, the next thought she's she in a body bag. Yeah. So, uh, and that scene has the awful line of like, "When did we run out of body bags? Two days ago. They're trying to get more in from
1: Canada, but they just want to wait and see." I mean, we should mention that this uh, virus in this movie, I think it's called MEV1 or something like that, Mm -hmm. um, moves a lot faster than the coronavirus and is way more deadly. Yeah. And is not discriminatory. The coronavirus seems to only really kill older people or people with uh, underlying issues. um, Right,
0: compromised immune systems. Or because, uh, I guess, a lot of viruses do this, it affects your respiratory functions. Right.
1: But in this movie, it's like anybody.
0: Well, because one thing of, like, if you're feeling sick... And how to, like, tell that you don't just have a cold is, like, cold stuff is typically from the neck up, so sore throat, runny nose, headache, stuff like that, whereas flu stuff is, like, whole body, Mm -hmm. and uh, really, specifically, lungs get thrown in there a lot, and coronavirus is, is that way, too, like, it affects... Breathing, So having trouble breathing is like the premier sign that something's up. I mean, while we're talking about this, I'm like, am I having trouble breathing right now? (laughs) I know. I was still going to yoga. So the people that I listened to, the interviews that I listened to, they said that actually moderate exercise is fine right now, so long as you're not like taking wrestling classes or something like that where you're in direct contact. But they're like, exercise is good for you, so you shouldn't really cut that out, you know, assuming that your classes aren't terribly crowded and that you wipe down the machines before and after using them that there's no reason you should stop going to the gym that being said all gyms have been closed yep. yeah i saw Washington. a lot of people running today i'll tell you that and my yoga studio closed which sucks because i just lost five pounds and as a celebration i bought some girl scout cookies <laughs> and ate them all over the weekend <laughs> welcome back five pounds yep so that sucks yeah there's lots
1: of yoga online you could, i've been doing yoga at home uh,
0: actually so. like my studio even offers like If you just go to the website, they have, like, live stream yoga classes or whatever. I'm like, I guess I can do that. It's not the same. There's also hot guy yoga, apparently, on YouTube, where you can choose an instructor based on their hotness. What? what, what? (laughs) I haven't explored that yet, but uh, come tomorrow, when I would normally go to yoga, I think I might. (laughs) I might check that out myself. (laughs) (laughs) But Kate Winslet really gave me a lot of information that I feel, like kind of soothed me a little bit like knowing that there's people like that out there kind of calmed me mm-hmm, a little mm, bit because mm-hmm. there's the scene when she's like i don't think they specify who she is but she's some bitchy like state hospital representative or oh, something i thought she was working for the hospital and i thought it was someone from the state because like when they get the stadium Actually. excuse me dr Mears. Is this coming out of your budget or ours? Listen, we're trying to save people's lives. (laughs) fuck off. (laughs) Uh, But they're having that meeting scene. She starts, like, that lady starts complaining about something. And she just gets up. She's like, what we need to determine is what is the R-naught value here?
1: Right. Oh, yeah, we learned about that.
0: For every person who gets sick, how many other people are they likely to infect? We call that number the R-naught. Coronavirus has an R-naught value of two to two and a half. Less than smallpox, more than the flu. Yeah, flu has like a, a R naught value of one, so for every one person that's sick, they're likely to get one other person sick. So coronavirus, right. for every one person that's sick, they're likely to get two to two and a half people sick. Right. I mean, that's a lot. I mean, that's why it there it's more problematic than the flu because a) there's no vaccines for it, so people it, are more likely to get it. If you if you get it and don't show symptoms, you're likely to get two other people sick. Yeah. And it's deadly. And
1: it's Whereas, deadly. Whereas, like, the flu is not that as deadly.
0: Not as deadly, no. But uh, still, flu uh,
1: is you know most dangerous to older people mm-hmm. and people with compromised immune systems.
0: Mm-hmm. This uh, has been a PSA. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you know this episode is is good. Like we're both you know PSAing and uh, uh, talking about a movie at the same time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we had to take a chance to be here. You know, you texted me earlier. Like, are we being irresponsible <laughs> by? getting together and i as i'm saying this i can see like my neighbors across the street are having like a little party on their what? deck oh, less Jesus. than 10 but now now nah. <laughs> i don't know who's inside i can only see the ones on the deck yeah yeah i was I, I just
1: had a moment of apprehension where i was like maybe i shouldn't have any contact with anybody but i'm like it's just you and me i saw you 5 days ago so and i had Literally zero contact with anybody besides my partner after that. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Oh, you've really been in quarantine. Yeah. Then. So I'm like, if I am not showing any symptoms, I
0: probably. I mean, five am okay. days is usually like the incubation period that before you start showing symptoms. So. Yeah. So. <coughs> <laughs> What's that? You need another beer? Yes, please. Like Michelle in *Stranger by the Lake* told. The police officer uh-huh. and he's like oh. doesn't concern you that there's like a killer around here and he's like we have to live our live. lives <laughs> yeah you know?
1: that's actually i think that that's why they had that gathering of smurfs recently in paris because it was celebrating the like whatever anniversary of that but they're like we must live our lives <laughs> <laughs> we cannot let the virus so get us down <laughs> We will eat our cheese and drink our wine and celebrate this bath, Yeah. And I don't know. Like, I just kind of got over it and was like, you know, it's okay. This is all I have right now. So kind of need this.
0: We're on opposite sides of the couch.
1: We had Amy raise the partition. So <laughs> basically a sneeze guard.
0: It's like talking to your husband through in a like a jail cell. Yeah. We just have the phones up and <laughs> I got my tit on the glass. And <laughs> You can put it away,
1: by the way. <laughs> it's been 25 minutes. <laughs> I don't know. Like, How do I
0: describe this movie? It feels like nothing and everything at once. Yeah, because it's like you get stuff that's like from the scientific community. You get stuff from like household. But there's also like little things like class is, is touched upon. Right. Because like Lawrence Fishburne plays a scientist doctor and the janitor played by John Hawks kind of overhears him giving someone some you know insider information that isn't made public yet yeah uh, his
1: girlfriend wife he's like get out of chicago yeah they're gonna like lock it down or something
0: yeah but it's touched upon at the end and i like the way that they kind of resolved that storyline yeah spoiler alert you know they that I don't remember what day it was, but it was after several months they do have a, like a working vaccine. And the vaccine, and this is weird, but I guess is, spray it up your nose. Yeah, you spray it up your nose. It's so strange to me. Mm. But Lawrence Fishburne gives his vaccine to John Hawks' kid, mm-hmm. and there's just little things like when Lawrence Fishburne gets to his house, like the house is like partially dilapidated and things like that, like it's run down. There's like, you know, just a big block of wood where a window would normally be. Well, I assumed that was because of the, uh, there's a little bit of chaos that happens
1: in this movie. Like society starts to break down a little I bit. I just
0: kind of figured it was because they were poor. Oh. But Lawrence Fishburne gives up his vaccine because they do a, a lottery system for who gets the vaccine. Which,
1: I don't know. <laughs> Well, that's—I mean, it's fair, but that's how they
0: did the smallpox vaccine back in the forties. Oh, by your birthday, huh? Yeah, they did a a lottery for it, man. And so, like that part was like pulled from actual things that had happened before.
1: Yeah, it's just that's got to be rough when you are number three hundred and sixty-five. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I also feel like there is like sort of a uh, element of the way people bend rules. In situations like this,
0: oh, there totally is because like, Elliot Gould plays someone who there's like different levels for these things, and I don't—I should have wrote down what they are. But at some point, it's like decreed that like only GL fours are gonna touch this stuff, right? And like was like, no, it can't be just government-run GL fours. It'll be overrun with bureaucratic red tape and mumbo jumbo. We're making progress. You limit this to government-run BSL-4s. It'll take forever. I can do this. So, like, he says that he's going to dispose of his samples, but he actually just, like, works through the night and, like, figures out how to recreate the virus, like, you know, in Without a killing Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they say at the beginning, they're like, we've tried, like, you know, putting the virus, like, with different hosts, but it kills every cell that it comes in Which contact with. Which is something you,
1: you have to allow it to multiply before you can start vaccine trials
0: right like they can't study it if they can't like keep it alive long enough and it just kills everything that it comes into contact with it's such a jerk But just Elliot Gould's reaction to that, that like, oh, God, the government's just going to slow everything yeah. down. It's going to take even longer. But
1: so he bends the rules. There's also like um, when Marianne Cotillard is like going home from China. Oh, yeah. She gets Hong Kong.
0: Ki- she gets kidnapped. She gets kidnapped. And is held for ransom for vaccines. So that they get their vaccines first. Because uh, this other scientist in China whose name I don't remember, but he did play the Chinese banker in The Dark Knight.
1: Oh, okay. The one that
0: uh Batman has to like go to Hong Kong right. and, and Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he, he kidnaps her basically
1: because he's like, We have the you're gonna keep these people safe. Right. He's he's like, My family's from first. this
0: village. They're not high on the totem pole over there. And he's, so he kidnaps Marion Kotiar who works for the WHO.
1: Right. To ensure that they get the vaccine first once it's ready to go. Yeah. And so that's like bending the rules. And then the yeah. Lawrence Fishburne part you just talked about where he's like not supposed to like give Information to his wife, girlfriend, yeah, but does it anyway? Like people do it all over. In this and movie. well, then
0: he bends the rules by giving his own vaccine to someone else. Sure, yeah. But it's like also these like people sort of taking matters into their own hands. It's like actually what gets the job done because there's the one scientist who like injects the vaccine into herself, right? And Bending herself rules the again, yeah. And she goes and and sees her father who's who's dying of the disease and, like, kisses him on the forehead and stuff like that. It's a nice little scene. Do you remember Dr. Barry Marshall? Thought that bacteria caused ulcers, not stress? Gave himself the bug and then cured himself? You taught me about him. I hadn't really thought about that, but there is, a a, like, a rule bending or breaking theme that kind of runs through each of the storylines. Yeah. And I don't know... Because that ups my anxiety or what? Well, because even in the instance of like Marion Cotillard where it's like someone broke the rules for their family's gain. Once she realizes that, uh, because she eventually gets released because they get vaccines, but then she finds out those vaccines are placebos. (sighs) Jerks. And she like up and leaves. Yeah. Like she goes to warn
1: them. Yeah. There's a lot of sense of justice in this movie. That's nice. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, uh, uh. Jude Law's character lies about Forsythia.
0: He's so obnoxious in
1: this. I hate profiteers. I hate them. I hate... If we were living in a capitalist society... Let me get a... Excuse me. Let me pull this soapbox over here. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, none, None of this shit would be happening. Stuff like that wouldn't... You know, like, we wouldn't have people buying up all the Purell and then selling it at an inflated cost. We wouldn't have... People like faking the uh, effects of Forsythia curing this disease so that people investing in homeopathic medicine
0: can profit. Like, that bullshit wouldn't be around. Oh, it would still be around until we get to a Star Trekian future where we have enough technology and science that scarcity is no longer a thing that exists on this planet. I hate capitalism. (laughs) but this would happen fast forward I was gonna say this would happen with or without capitalism because like people would still be sick and scared and trying to do whatever they can to you know China is not a capitalist society for all intents and purposes and you know what did they resort to kidnapping and extortion and ransom so they still cover
1: it up in the in the real world
0: (laughs) yeah so you know they still have those problems in non-capitalist societies
1: Right, but there aren't people trying to profit off of it. That's the scum that I hate. Anyway. Anyway,
0: <laughs> I I don't know. There, even before, like, the outbreak started to happen, and, like, uh, Lawrence Fishburne was there, and he was talking to John Hawks just about sports or whatever. You know, I tuned out during what they were talking about. But, I mean, it was his child with autism or something? Oh, right. <laughs> but then there is something about football in okay. there somewhere. I'll believe you. Yeah, you blocked it out, too. <laughs> I kind of wish that that Larry Fishburne was my doctor. He just seems genuinely caring and nurturing, and I just feel like I'd be at ease in the doctor's office around him. Okay. Let's let's let him know. Let's be like, (laughs) hey, Larry. If this acting thing doesn't work out, you can always fall back on being a doctor. You seem to have a real good bedside manner. Yeah. Just uh, lean into that. I guess there's something about his voice maybe just soothing
1: there's, there's a joke in there about i'm not a doctor but i play one on tv in there somewhere
0: i mean i did watch it on tv i'm not a doctor but i could i don't know it's gone it's gone don't forget about it <laughs> so the person responsible for all this is gwyneth paltrow
1: oh yeah gwenny p gwenny P. <laughs> she dies real early everyone says 10
0: minutes first 10 minutes and you know what they're not wrong i mean she comes back in like flashbacks right
1: old video footage too
0: but i like the complicated relationship going on between her and matt damon no because like she's an executive at some firm and they what i don't remember the name of the firm but uh their logo was on the side of the bulldozer that uh knocks down the trees that has all the bats in it
1: and we're all connected we're all connected
0: (laughs) but While she's in China, she arranges to get a flight to Chicago, which is not the city that she lives in. She's from Minneapolis. And she does it so that she can have a little liaison Mm. with someone. Mm -hmm. The way that they kind of rolled out that she'd had like a little affair. I thought they did that just right. Well, the movie
1: starts off in black with a cough. And then it cuts to her like talking to him about it at the airport and he does all these shots of like lingering on objects that have been touched by her after that, and you're just like germs, yep. <laughs> germ alert. But yeah, it was nice. It, it was just nice how that whole affair doesn't come to light until um, uh, like Kate Winslet. Kate is Winslet's talking to Matt, Matt Damon, Damon. Damon about it, yeah, because
0: Gwyneth Paltrow dies in. A less than pleasant manner. Oh,
1: yeah, seizures. And they, they keep thinking it's encephalitis of some sort.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> they do an autopsy on her and like the sound of the drill when then they like peel back <laughs> the the skin on her head. I was like, okay, this movie's not pulling any punches, is it? Mm. And yeah, it's like they start like, autopsying her brain and like something in there is just gone they're like oh liquid god (laughs) well the one doctor is like you want me to um take a sample i want you to move away from the table what did it look like (laughs) yeah but then her kid dies
1: i know i
0: mean this is the type of movie that we're watching the one where like the seven-year-old dies very early and it's like sad because it's like the foam on his mouth like dried so i don't know it kind of looks like like a mummy situation going on yeah it's pretty sad and he dies while uh matt
1: damon's like at the hospital with gwyneth yeah he's like oh this all happens very quickly and then he like gets a phone call from the babysitter babysitter that's like
0: i don't know what's going on terrible yeah real sad but matt damon is immune to it somehow good american stock that one (laughs) he does seem kind of corn-fed midwestern in this (laughs) Uh uh-huh uh-huh yeah, he can play every man. Yeah. Like Joe, every man. Actually, uh, I'm going to use
1: this talking about Matt Damon to pivot for a minute because this movie reminded me a lot of The Martian. Okay. Because that movie was science based. Uh, yeah. Realistic. And like a lot of scientists were like, good job, movie. You really like focused on the science aspect of it. I like that. Yeah. And I feel like this movie, a lot of scientists were like, yes, this is all right. But like, I don't feel like it sacrifices drama. science
0: no it doesn't there's a scene where the one doctor whose name i can't remember is olivia wilde the one that injects herself
1: she's uh she's a tony award-winning uh actress but uh, she has a unrecognizable name okay to me well she's talking to
0: like dimitri martin right (laughs) (laughs) and they're using all these like wildly scientific terms and, and phrases and stuff like that i'm like i have no idea what they're talking about right now it's pleomorphic but tends toward ovoid in shape mm-hmm. i can see some structures on the surface that look like glycoproteins but there's nothing morphologically pathognomonic well i watch it with my med student friend she's like i understood everything <laughs> they're actually like having like a real scientific conversation here i like it yeah but i was thinking about this yesterday because i just listened to our roger rabbit episode today oh, okay I feel like Gwyneth Paltrow is the Judge Doom for liberals. Because, like, she's liberal, but, like, she's, like, way too out there for other liberals. Okay. And I feel like Judge Doom is a cartoon, but, like, he's he's too far to, like, the, the evil villain side. She's, like, a liberal's evil villain. Okay. Like, everyone can collectively shit
1: on goop, I feel. Yeah, like, I don't need a vagina-scented candle. <laughs>
0: Is okay? that... Does, that's not... I think it's a thing. No. I think so. Ooh, you'll have to fact check that. I want to hear the ding. All right, all right. Like, I would love to go to one of her house parties. Mm. I bet there's good food. I'm, And she has fun guests over, too. Yeah. Uh, I just remember hearing about one that was Jay-Z and Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. But there's just something a little satisfying with her like coming to like a grisly end because like when she's like seizuring I'm like Whoa! yeah she's the, it is funny how she is the one you want to see yeah like she's
1: the celebrity I mean the only other one I can think of that people would rather see is like Anne Hathaway or something it's which
0: like, that one I don't understand she I don't either have I love her I,
1: yeah <laughs> I love her I think she's a good actress but um just the irrational hate that sometimes people heap on
0: actresses, I think Gwyneth Paltrow is sort of like, I'll own it. But I will say that with Gwyneth Paltrow, her acting, I, I actually always like her performances. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's a good actress. Like, I think she's a very good actress. It's her extra acting activities that bother me. Mm-hmm.
1: This movie is very Soderbergian. Like, you wouldn't be able to mistake that it's his movie.
0: Yeah, there's just, like, angles in here that, like, only he does. Yeah, and
1: colors and uh, the soundtrack. I don't know, it just feels very... Like, almost throwback Soderberghian. Like, I've seen him do experimental stuff that is more interesting than this, but this is sort of, like, his, like, resting... I don't want to say his resting on his laurels, but just, like, leaning back in the cut, maybe. Yeah, because,
0: I mean, this was right around the time that he was, like, I'm giving up making movies. He's since come back. Like, he he retired there for a while because he felt that, like, movies only allow you so much space to really, like play with a protagonist it was right around this time it's like he made this and then i think he made side effects and then i think he called it quits for a little while he mm. made that show the nick also about a doctor oh uh it's supposed to be very good i have yet to see it uh but when, then he came back to making movies
1: when did magic mike come out
0: i want to say before contagion okay be but i thought that was I supposed it. to be his last movie oh maybe it was maybe it was. i thought side effects was his last movie but like, I, I thought wrong. it
1: was supposed to be. I thought he was like, I'm only gonna make this like stripper movie and then I'm done.
0: <laughs> could be. Could be. And he's
1: sense made movies, so.
0: Uh yeah, 'cause he retired there for a little while, but he came back with Logan Lucky and a couple other things, but glad to have him back. Yeah. I have a question for you. This is I'm changing topics suddenly. Sorry. Uh where do you think
1: we are currently in like the timeline of the movie? In like real life. <sighs> Like is Kate Winslet still alive? Is she dead? I think she's still alive. Okay,
0: which means that we have a ways to go. I know. I feel like it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. <sighs> I would say that that in our scenario, Kate Winslet is like she's been here for like a week or two already. Oh, I would. I was feeling like she's got it already. You think she's got it already? Yeah. I think we got another week or two before she gets sick.
1: Do you think we've uh, we've flattened the hump enough that she won't get sick? No. Okay.
0: At least not yet. I don't know. It's. I'm curious as to when, when things will be on the decline.
1: Yeah. Be nice to see those numbers coming in.
0: But I also feel like different states are going to see their different spikes a different time. Definitely. Like yeah. the Washington one will probably flatten its curve before... Utah and Wyoming. We're number one. <laughs> we're number one <laughs> just because we're the first to get it like I, I just think it's gonna be like Still? waves going towards the center of the country. yeah And Washington, I'm confident that we can handle it because we have you know a governor that believes in science and you know we're a, a relatively savvy state. so you know a lot of tech bros here so working from home for our biggest industries. Isn't necessarily a problem, right? But I'll be curious if we get to like, you know, what happens when when Pennsylvania or Michigan or these like Midwestern uh, manufacturing states where you can't work from home comes into play. Ugh. Maybe we'll blunt it
1: enough that it won't. It
0: really won't spread.
1: Mm. Not as long as Florida exists. Yeah, god damn it. I keep seeing pictures of people on spring break down there, and I'm like, go away from each other. Get away.
0: Yeah, I feel like as long as there's states like that, that it's just not going to be accurately contained.
1: Well, one thing I wanted to talk about, I don't know how to pivot to this. I'm just going to do it now Mm -hmm. because I'm just now I'm just brain farting anything I got. The grocery stores, empty shelves. There's a scene in this movie. When uh, Matt Damon is taking his daughter to the grocery store, they're on the f- they're fleeing to Wisconsin. Sure, sure. And uh, the grocery store shelves are empty, and it's very you know twenty eight days later. Or are Shaun of the Dead. Pick your zombie movie, but um, the shelves at our local QFC that we both shop at doesn't matter what time of day I go there. There is always like some area of the store that's completely wiped out usually beans or like pasta bread. i went there today
0: and all like the canned tomatoes were gone
1: it's always something like random
0: like, which there's... is weird because that's the same aisle where like the canned soup is and there was plenty of canned soup i know it's so uh, i i didn't understand the run on canned tomatoes it
1: might be just like what they're stocking like they just stocked soup but they haven't gotten to tomatoes yet or something maybe but like the like lizard brain in me sees empty shelves in a grocery store and thinks there's no more food Buy anything
0: you can. I mean, I definitely stocked up today. I I don't want to (laughs) like say that I'm not because everything is like, there is this like slight panic that like, if I wait till I run out of food, which, you know, if I didn't go grocery shopping today, I'd say I have enough food for the next five days four Mm -hmm. or five days. And I need to go grocery shopping on Friday then. There was this little fear that it'd be, it was going to be like the Simpsons thing, where it's like, oh, "There's so little left: creamed eels, corn dog, Wanted beef." That was a little. I was like, "Oh, maybe I should." And it's the fate, fate worse now. than death. <laughs> there's plenty of food there's at the juicy. and the like. The supply chain hasn't broken down. Like they will get more stuff. I did notice that the wine selection was a little lackluster. So, Professor. Would you say it's time for everyone to panic? Yes, I would, Kent. Not hugely so. It's just like, oh, it's looking a little thin today.
1: Not in the box wine section. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, I I broke down last night and bought a box. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just like my anxiety about all this is wrapped up in like my money and like the way that people are reacting like the fear of everybody else around me and it's like i understand that there's a lot of uncertainty it feels weird to have all this these things closed and like not know what's going to happen and then to walk into the grocery store and see that shelves are empty like your brain just like instinctively tells you panic 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 but it's like you have to fight that and say like, no, there's there's plenty of food. The supply chain hasn't done like you have yeah, to like. I, I mean, walk honestly, yourself through. There this was stuff.
0: plenty of food. There was pasta. There was rice. There was ramen. Like there was plenty of meat. One brand of potatoes were gone. What of the figs? <laughs> there was plenty of figs. Oof, okay. In fact, people were bringing in their own figs and just dumping them and leaving. <laughs> oh, them Oh, that's good to know. Okay. <laughs> uh we fight men <laughs> there was a run on salted caramel though none of that oh, Ugh, so. i hope they don't restock and then people it we're, were just <laughs> pouring out the regular caramel and stomping on it <laughs> that's terrible Ah, oh, what have we turned into because apparently it's only good for like you know creating traction on slippery floors and it's not good enough to eat so oh, that's just a lie <laughs> This is how lies get spread. Jude
1: Law's <laughs> character in
0: Contagion. I liked his uh, his line. You
1: can't take my blood. You
0: can't. That's my property. There's definitely an argument to be made there, but nonetheless, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, that guy sucks. Also, he had a gap tooth and a yeah. receding hairline. This is not the beautiful Jude Law from Talented
1: Mr. Ripley. No, this, is, this is no longer peak. We're in the valley. This is valley Jude Law. Yeah,
0: this is like... Post-nanny affair Jude Law. (laughs) Yeah. Has he ever not played the asshole? Or like a jerk (sighs) of some sort? I mean, that's his type, though. is smarmy and a charming cock. You know? (laughs) Yeah. That's that's just what he does.
1: Yeah.
0: He's just always kind of a jerk. Yeah. I'd have to research that, but I don't... You know, nothing's coming up. Good to see him get his comeuppance in this movie, though. Yeah. Profiteers... On crises, deserve because he's like nothing. an Alex Jonesian type. Yeah,
1: like, which is like what's happening now. Fucking Alex Jones is selling like toothpaste that cures coronavirus. Is he really? Yeah.
0: Oh fuck that guy! That guy sucks. Oh, that's terrible. Not the
1: slimy like the people who are trying to profit off this situation make me sick. Like it's just it's I don't understand it. Oh. Like, that's the first place your brain goes in this situation. Fuck you, you know?
0: Yeah. At the end of uh, of Contagion, I think I actually felt better than when it started. Just because knowing that there's good people out there who are working hard to solve my problems uh, is comforting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I liked it, too. I was nervous going in, and uh, it didn't... Fan the flames of my anxiety in the way I thought it would. Okay. It uh, actually kind of um, quelled them a little bit. So,
0: yeah, because like the movie, while it doesn't hold your hand, you know, Kate Winslet dies, Gwyneth Paltrow dies, Gwyneth Paltrow's kid dies. Like millions of people die. (laughs) I mean, millions of people die. We don't know them all, but like, it's just at the end, once they're getting the vaccine and like things are returning back to normal. It, it, it was just comforting knowing that, like, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Humanity didn't collapse into... Like, there was moments where it was bad. Touch and go, yeah. But, you know, it wasn't, like, martial law across the globe or anything like that. It just it got a little hectic. It got a little hairy. And then things went back to the way things were. Or that's the implication, I guess I should say. Yeah. When they were showing like when they were trying to trace the origin of the disease and like they're going uh-huh. through all that footage in a casino, which another
1: example of just like somebody doing the work to like find this out. And it's
0: just like her paying her bar tab with a credit card. And they're like, Oh, there it is. Transmission mm-hmm. blows her, on the dice Blows on. Yeah. The dice for good luck. Oh, transmission. And it's just like, T- good Lord. Touches Her glass like, and like tracking her through the different areas of the casino that like different cameras would pick up. Like, that's so much work Mm. fomites we haven't mentioned fomites yet oh yeah transmittable sources Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so at work my office accounting firm we don't deal with the public really like uh, uh the way that a retail space or a restaurant would but we we did put up signs today saying that we are open but not to the public so if you need to You know, pick something up. You need to talk with whoever it is that you work with here and arrange something like you can't just pop in. They'll leave it like you let them know when you're dropping by and they'll leave it for you on the porch. Likewise, if you got to drop something off, just put it through the mail slot, because as we have learned, it doesn't transmit well via paper. Hard surfaces, tables, desks, things like that. Those are are big sources Mm. for it. But, just touch your face. Yeah, I know. Stop touching your face, Dave. I, I Goddamn
1: itch. <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, so if you're dropping off a file, you know, or a folder or mail or something like that, it's not likely to be transmitted that way. Those aren't fomites in this instance. Okay, okay. It's just, I've never heard that word before, this, and mm. it was interesting to learn. Kate Winslow was just full of interesting information. Oh, and then she in dies. Yeah. I hope that that... Shitty, state budget lady died too. <laughs> yeah, I hope she got Merv one or whatever it was. Well, because there is sort of a theme that, like, specifically with Kate Winslet, like when she's like trying to illustrate a point, these like government officials just talk over her. And how's the public gonna react to that? Hard to say. A plastic shark in a movie will keep people from getting in the ocean, but a warning on the side of a pack of cigarettes. When We're going gonna need to, to walk the story. governor through this before we start Find to freak what? everybody out. She's trying to make a point here, people, but. She's totally adult about it in the ways that I never would be.
1: <laughs> she was kind of my favorite part about this movie. I was really bummed when she died.
0: Yeah, no, I liked her a lot. And I liked that when, like, Lawrence Fishburne was, like, kind of, like, giving her a pep talk. He's like, you know, if you get in trouble, you call me. If you're awake at 2 a.m. wondering why you took this job, you call me. If you get into a political dogfight, you call me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, look at these people having each other's Looking out back.
1: for each other. It's got to be stressful going, you know. Like, anybody from the CDC who flew into here, it's got to be, especially at the beginning, got to be like, oh, I don't know what I'm getting into.
0: Yeah.
1: So, Brave, thank you for your kind work.
0: Yeah. To, to, to shout the, out to the CDC. Yeah. Shout out to the men and women who are are at the front line trying to get this thing under control.
1: Yeah, yeah. There wasn't uh, like a doctor slash nurse storyline in this movie, like like somebody who's doing that work. But, but like, they, let's let's give a shout out to those people doing that work.
0: Yeah, they, the only time they really mention is that the nurses union went on strike because they're just putting healthy people next to sick people and hoping the healthy people don't get sick. Yeah, uh, not
1: telling them the dangers of it. Yeah, just being like, take care of these people. So like, yeah, I would too. So yeah, thank you all the people that are putting yourself in harm's way. This is an unknown time. I don't. This is something that like.
0: Definitely hasn't happened in our lifetimes. Think about the big events that have happened in our lifetime. Like, we've lived through several government shutdowns. 9-11, SARS, H1N1, dot com crash. Uh, mortgage crisis. Mortgage crisis. Several wars. Yeah. Nothing has affected my day-to-day life like this. Yeah, same. Like, this is the first time in my entire life. And I think that's why people are still kind of acting like normal because we've never had to like change the way we do things because of a current event yeah
1: it's this is one for the history books yeah weird to live through (laughs) I was worried that this was going to go in with the theme of of the rest of this season for you, with mm, just like mm. hard to watch. Um, but, but no, it's it's it actually it's pretty it's an easy watch. It actually made me feel a little better about the situation. Um, and Sundberg
0: never overstays as welcome. It's like a hundred minutes. Oh yeah, tops. Uh, so and it you, moves
1: quick pace, good pacing.
0: Yeah, he gets in. He tells a story. He gets out. Yeah, it's just solid. Yeah, making. Yeah, it Sudenberg almost feels like,
1: like a throwaway of his. <laughs>
0: little bit like it, it seems easy for him yeah so but uh totally worth a watch yeah but yeah it also it, there's a cathartic nature of being able to talk about my anxieties around the coronavirus in the guise of talking about a movie <sighs> yeah it feels it's good yeah and now now that it's out of our system i'm sure we'll shan't talk about it again <laughs> well the <laughs> coronavirus
1: is probably already out the door at this point <laughs> we're all done dealing with it
0: i just booked a cruise for myself <laughs> I hear now's the best time to buy tickets. (laughs) They're real
1: cheap. They're real cheap. Yeah. Well, anyway, would you uh, care to hear what we're going to talk about the next week? I would. Well, Matt, get ready to unpin a big pin. Because we're doing a movie by my favorite director next week. And I'm concluding my season of Meta-ness with Werner Herzog's Grizzly Man. Oh, okay. I haven't watched that in a long, long time. I feel like it's one of the best representations of what a Meta movie can be. Mm. And I think the Meta elements of it add everything to it otherwise i feel like it's such it's just a portrait without the meta elements oh and i think that those really like enrich something that uh might be a little flat
0: without them okay Uh, well, i look forward to it then yeah i'm excited to talk about it too (laughs) all right uh plug our junk get the fuck out of here yeah let's do it go to our patreon patreon.com slash x-rated movies yeah we're gonna start having
1: some uh some material that's only available to people who are subscribers to the podcast that's probably gonna start soon so get in there before you know it's everyone says that they were doing it like do it before it's cool is what i'm saying Uh because a lot of people are gonna like me with social
0: distancing exactly yeah
1: (laughs) give us a follow on twitter you know uh we follow lots of porn stars and you know what those po- those porny people are still doing porny things during their uh, quarantine I, I,
0: I was going to say I felt a big uptick over yeah. the weekend maybe we'll retweet some of that I don't know <laughs> go to Facebook follow us there at ratedxmovies and email us movies at gmail.com Tell us what you're doing during your self-quarantining.
1: We love tips. <laughs> and we'll give you tips because we're both very good at it ourselves.
0: And to see our complete catalog, go to xratedmovies.com. Mm-hmm.
1: That will soon, some of it, will be going behind a paywall. Just going to put that out there in, in the near future. So listen while you can or just become a subscriber and then you can listen all you want.
0: Mm-hmm, hmm hmm Yeah, I think that about covers it. All right. Until then. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Keep reaching for that rainbow.